Samuel McHenry, and joining us today on this Ponars Eurasia podcast is Alexei Trochev, an Associate Professor of Political Science and International Relations at Nazarbayev University. Alexei, thank you so much for joining me for this Ponars podcast. How did you become interested in the research project you're working on on law and politics? Yes, I've been interested in law and politics since uh, uh, finishing my uh, high school. At that time, in the early 1990s, uh, there was a hope that the law and constitution and human rights would uh, modernize uh, Soviet Union and uh, later Russia, that it would improve uh, lives of ordinary people, that it, it would make uh, the powerful, the rulers of Russia uh, to be more accountable, to be uh, a rule following. And there was a lot of uh, hope and uh, almost euphoria when uh, Russia adopted the constitution, uh, and then it appointed constitutional court to hold uh, um, the presidents and the parliaments and the ministers uh, accountable. And at this Slowly and gradually, we found that these hopes uh, uh, did not materialize. They did not uh, become part of uh, everyday uh, life. And so, I am, uh, all of my research is uh, focusing on this uh, phenomenon of why. Why is it that uh, law and rights are? Uh, used and uh, abused or misused uh, in the Russian political uh, context and in the context of post-Soviet uh, states. To follow up on that, please tell me more about your recently completed research project on this subject. Yes, I published uh, recently an article on the uh, associations of judges in Ukraine, in which I trace uh, the development and the trajectory of uh, collectives of judges um, in Ukraine since uh, since 1990, and it's interesting uh, to me uh, was to um, develop the idea of judicial autonomy, and that it grows or it can be developed uh, as a collective uh, practice or a collective enterprise of judges. In other words, by resisting against interference or by um, deciding uh, cases and defending uh, their judgments, they would, uh, they would do it collectively. Uh, a lot of research done, uh, has been done on the individual decisions of judges, individual legal opinions, uh, but I think that big part of the story of why certain judges decide cases um, against the wishes of the powerful uh, come from the uh, participation in, in the networks of lawyers, uh, judges, or any kind of uh, autonomous uh, forces in society. And so then in the article I trace this trajectory of these uh, um, judicial associations uh, in judges uh, in Ukraine and show how they've been able uh, to resist uh, interference and political politicization of the judiciary. So one example of this would be the recent uh, lustration of judges in which uh, judges collectively basically sabotaged the uh, lustration. Now they, they haven't been purged. They quit on their own, but they were not uh, 
um, the, the purge uh, by, uh, after Euromaidan did not um, affect judges in that way. Finally, what is uh, your current research project? Currently, we, me and my colleague uh, Gavin Slade, we have a small uh, research project on, the, on Kazakhstan in which we study how uh, the concept of uh, zero-tolerance policing has been um, adopted, uh, designed in Kazakhstan, and then how it was uh, implemented. And we find that there is a big uh, mismatch in terms of uh, uh, design, uh, in terms of how the policy was developed, or, or how much uh, police has to be changed according to the wishes of uh, of the president, uh, and this does not match what police is actually doing. So it did not result in the change of behavior of police on the ground, uh, and it did not change uh, the attitude of citizens to policing, their willingness uh, to contact, uh, how they how they would approach police or how they uh, deal with the minor violence, uh, violations of law, like. And we studied this by analyzing uh, survey data. Um, so it's a public opinion uh, about uh, attitudes towards police. And then we also analyze actual behavior of citizens uh, through, the, through the use of uh, online uh, forums and uh, Telegram apps um, um, in which they raise, uh, in which they complain to Police. And the main things that the ordinary Kazakhstani citizens complain are local issues like garbage on the streets, illegal parking, uh, snow is not removed, uh, noisy neighbors. So citizens uh, expect very different things from uh, the police. Well, police in its official reports, it, pro it produces statistics about uh, hooligans, about uh, people who litter on public spaces, who walk the dogs without the leash, and uh, babushkas who sell <laughs> small uh, gems uh, and then vegetables uh, in stalls. Uh, and so in this regard, um, uh, this research helps us to see the, how the state is trying, or the officials, the leaders of the state is trying to change police behavior or try to uh, uh, change um, behavior of their citizens, uh, but they have um, these attempts, they have, they face the limits of, uh, and this, these limits are created um, by society, by police. Uh, so it helps us to understand the nature of relationships and uh, citizens and the state in the autocratic uh, regime. Fascinating. Uh, Alexei, thank you so much for joining me for this Bonars podcast. Thanks.